Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fitness First Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Mays of Jake's Fitness and Nutrition Coaching. And today I'm bringing you an episode about breaking plateaus. That is a big one around the fitness space because so many people end up plateauing for a number of reasons. I could never cover all plateau issues. It, it just can't it just can't happen. There's so many reasons people plateau. But I'm going to give you some of my favorite tips for how to break through them and then also some common situations people find themselves in and the reason for their plateauing. So the first one I'm going to talk about with you guys today is making a change to the thing that's been working in the past. So sometimes we get really, really caught up in doing the same thing because it's worked for so long and that's not always a bad thing, especially if it fits in your lifestyle and your schedule, but a lot of times people end up hitting a point where it stops working for them. And that could be for a number of things. So for instance, when you eat in a certain calorie deficit for a long time, your your basal metabolic rate and your NEAT, we've talked about this in another podcast, but NEAT stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Those are your two main calorie burners throughout the day. It's actually not exercise, which is something that a lot of people don't know. And those two numbers will start to naturally lower. And when they naturally lower like that, it's because you've been in a calorie deficit for so long that your body is trying to match the energy that you're providing it. So make a change. That's a big thing that you can do. So when you're making a change, it doesn't necessarily even have to be drastic. You can start switching towards more weight training, adding in another cardio piece towards the back end of your workout. Uh, you can start cutting down a little bit more on calories. You can focus more on protein as opposed to like all the macros that you're trying to eat all at once. Uh, that is something that usually ends up confusing people is when they're trying to pay attention to protein, carbs, and fat, as opposed to just looking at maybe a calorie goal. That one can be an easier transition to, into making a change without actually doing something super drastic that feels unsustainable. And that's something that's great about it too. Just breaking a plateau, you can make a change for a little bit and it doesn't have to be something that you do forever. It can just be the thing that breaks your plateau in progress this time. So another another really good thing for breaking plateaus uh, is just changing the goal altogether. So Sometimes it can feel like a plateau because you're focusing on one thing specifically. Like for a while, it may have been weight loss. Well, maybe instead of focusing on losing weight per se, like seeing the number on the scale change, you can focus on getting into a dress that you really loved from a long time ago, or you could focus on getting into a pair of jeans that you really love that didn't fit uh, for, for a long time. You could focus on getting stronger in the gym, like you could have a strength goal. And so you don't even pay attention to the weight loss necessarily for a little bit. That doesn't mean that you don't eat in a calorie deficit. That doesn't mean you don't try to still burn body fat. But at least if you change your focus for a little while to strength training, you may end up plowing through that plateau and you don't even realize it because you were so hyper-focused on it that there's a chance that you may not have plateaued at all. That's a big one that I see from people is they think they've plateaued when really 
the first hundred pounds comes off really, really fast. And then the next 10 take a while. And that sucks because it feels so shitty that that first hundred could be so easy for you, but it just depends. Like if you're talking to somebody that's severely overweight or obese, they're going to lose weight really, really fast. And then when they quote plateau, they might just be at a normal rate of weight loss for the average person. But to them, it feels like the end of the world. It feels like it's not working anymore. But really, we need to give it a longer time horizon to really actually see if something like that is going to pay off as opposed to just assuming it doesn't work for us and that we need to try something different. So changing the goal, uh, that can be a really easy one to just take that pressure off a little bit. Uh, But I understand that not everybody can deviate like that just because it is so hard to try to take your mind off of something like losing weight. Uh, that's a really tough thing for people, especially when it comes from like a deeper rooted emotional issue, as opposed to just being like, well, I'd like to look good in a swimsuit for some people. It it, it goes much deeper than that. So changing the goal can be tough, but I promise if you do give it that chance, you can see that you might even break through that plateau just by paying attention to something else for a little while. The next one is. The next one's hard because it's about taking accountability for some things that a lot of people probably don't want to do. And that's having an honest conversation with yourself about the corners you may be cutting. And I think that's hard for people because a lot of times we want to think that we're doing everything we can. And I talk to people all the time that really do think that they're doing everything they can. But you're not. And and that's hard to hear because it really feels like you might be. When in reality, what's happening is it, it's exhausting. Like life is tiring. <laughs> life is fucking exhausting. I get it. But you're not always doing everything you can. And it just depends how bad you want it, right? And I don't mean that from like a football coach like, oh, how bad do you want it? I mean, if this was really important to you, you may have to dedicate a little more. And that means, yes... <laughs> Those pantry snacks, when you're standing in the doorway and you're eating chips or you're eating cookies or you're eating, it can be anything. It doesn't matter. It could be veggie chips. Those calories count. And if you have a weight loss goal and you're plateauing, maybe you look at how often you're standing in the pantry snacking on some food. And if that offends you, it's probably because you're doing it. (laughs) I have yet to meet somebody that gets offended by something that like doesn't apply to them whatsoever. So... Take a hard look and have an honest conversation with yourself about, okay, am I eating food or am I doing something that I'm not tracking? Because honestly, it would hurt your feelings to to see how much you actually were eating. Sometimes you can eat an entire serving or two servings of chips or cookies or snacks of some kind in the pantry and just decide you don't even want them. I know because I've fucking done that. (laughs) I don't know anyone that hasn't done that. So it's okay to feel not I don't want to, I don't like the word ashamed, but like it's okay to feel silly for doing that. Because it is kind of silly if you really think about it. So take that time, have that honest conversation with yourself, and really ask yourself, am I cutting corners? Like am I doing things that I could do better? And maybe that's why this plateau is happening to me. Now, I think Number four, probably 
one of the, one of the things people end up neglecting a lot, and and again, it's a lot of times life's busy. It's not their fault, but or maybe it is your fault. But it's it's sleep. So a lot of times those plateaus come when you're not giving your body time to recover. So we're in this hustle culture right now where people get up at 3 a.m. and take cold showers for no fucking reason, which is fine. Like, I mean, do whatever you want to do. If it makes you happy, I don't care. Do whatever you want. I don't want people coming at me on my Instagram telling me how cool it is that they take cold plunges. I, I don't care. Do whatever you want. But what I'm saying is sleep is so important. And I remember seeing this thing from Jimmy Butler. He's an NBA player for people who don't know. Um, and he was talking about how he's getting his first workout in while his, uh, while the people on other teams are in their, their third dream or their second dream or whatever it was. And basically what he's saying is he was hitting the gym at 3 a.m. hitting free throws while his opposing teams and opposing players were still sleeping. And in my opinion, Jimmy Butler's probably the one getting worse. <laughs> and like, I know that's not a, like a strenuous exercise and that kind of goes against the hustle culture that so many people preach today, but sleep is so important for recovery, for feeling good, for looking good and for losing weight and for building muscle and for mental focus. There are so many benefits of sleep. It is mind blowing and people give it up constantly, willingly because they want to seem tougher to their friends. Trust me, I don't get up at four every day because I just love the way the sky looks at four in the morning. It happens because my first client's at six, some days five, and I have work I have to do earlier in the day. That's not me trying to sound tough or telling you you should do it. I think you should sleep to the point where you get seven to eight hours and you can still get your work done. Sometimes that means you have to do six. And, and that's okay, like for the short term, but ideally you'll end up getting sleep for a longer amount of time than that in the long term of your life. So that was my fourth tip. Definitely get more sleep if you're slacking on that. And then the fifth tip guys, uh, this sounds cringy coming from a coach, but hire a coach. It's okay. It doesn't mean that you're stupid. It doesn't mean that you can't figure it out on your own. You definitely can, but you're trading time for money. That's essentially what it is because you can figure it out on your own and it can take two, three, four, five years, or you can hire a coach that's already helped tons of people do exactly what you're doing and they can shortcut it for you really, really fast. It's an investment for sure. You do have to pay for it. But when you have an issue with your toilet and you call a plumber, you could figure it out. You probably could, like if you watch enough YouTube videos, but just depends how long you don't want to have your toilet for. So you can do whatever you want, hire a coach, don't hire a coach, really doesn't matter to me, but that is going to be probably that last tip that I give people because obviously investing money into stuff is never what people want to hear, but there's a reason that those services cost money. So those are going to be my five like best tips in order for you to break through those plateaus. If you have any other ones, I would love for you to go leave a comment on one of my social media posts and tell me more about that, or you could DM me those other tips that you have for people. But thank you guys so much for listening to the Fitness First Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Mays. If you want to see more of my content, you can go to Instagram at Jake's Coaching, or you can go to my website, www.jakescoaching.com. Thank you guys. I'll see you next time.